O daughters of Zion, O Abraham's sons, hear the words of your father, hear his promise of love. I will make you a blessing, so count the stars if you can. Right, we uh, I'd just like to introduce ourselves. My name is Rabbi John Boyd and this is my wife Sue Boyd. And uh, we began this walk personally uh, before 1995. And the congregation began uh, in the early 2000s. We're part of the Lev Shell Torah Congregation Network International and our congregation is in New Zealand. We don't call ourselves Christians, because we're not. We would call ourselves Netzarim, just like the early believers of Yeshua. We're not a church. The word church comes from the word ecclesia in Greek. And ecclesia just means a congregation of people. And that word originally came from two words, kehila and kahal in Hebrew, which mean a congregation of Israel. So you can see already we've lost the connection to Israel. And we're not Jewish, as many people would tend to think. We are what's known as the House of Judah. Not the House, not the house of Judah, we are known as the House of Israel. The House of Judah is the Jewish people. The House of Israel are Israelites, but they're not Jews. I'll get Sue to read from Deuteronomy 29, verses 13 and 15. Neither with only, uh, neither with you only do I make this covenant, this oath, but with him that stands here with you this day before Yahweh our Elohim, and also with him that is not here with us this day. So Moshe saw those people of Israel in front of him when they were being given that covenant, but he also saw all the people down the generations who would be part of that. And that includes us today. The house of Israel are Israelites. Many of them don't know who they are yet. You see, we must understand that there is a connection of many of us right back to those first 12 tribes. And those 12 tribes split into two kingdoms, two houses. One house is the Jewish people, the other house not Jewish, but they're still Israel, and we still have a connection back to them. We also need to understand that there's two different destinies Yahweh has for both these houses. Big difference between them. Judah had one destiny, to keep the Torah. The house of Israel has another destiny, to understand who the Messiah was. And eventually those two understandings have to come together. In fact, the house of Israel has lost their identity. They don't even know who they are and Many cases, although today many are coming back understanding they are part of Israel. It's also important to understand that the new covenant which the church claims to be living by was in fact only given to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. 
wasn't given to the church. I'll get Sue to read from Jeremiah 31, verses 31 to 33. Behold, the day comes, says Yahweh, that I will make a renewed covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Yehuda, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the days that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. For as much as they broke my covenant, although I was a husband over them, says Yahweh, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says Yahweh. I will put my Torah in their inward parts, and in their heart will I write it, and I will be their Elohim, and they shall be my people. So scripture is pretty clear that the new covenant, or renewed covenant as many translations put it, is only with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. There are many events happening around the world now, today. But those events are really just to say, where do we stand regarding Israel? Are we for Israel or are we against Israel? Yeshua himself gave many warnings that the stand would happen and people would have to choose. I'll get so just to read from Matthew seven twenty-one to 23. Not everyone that says to me, Adonai, Adonai, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that does the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same will enter with me into the kingdom of heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Adonai, Adonai, did we not eat and drink in your name? And have we not prophesied in your name? And in your name have cast out Shadim? And in your name done many powerful works? And then I will profess to them that I know them not. Depart from me, all you workers of Torahlessness. That's pretty sobering. He gave other warnings like the parable of the ten virgins, but most of them are pretty sobering if we look at them carefully. Because here we are presented in most cases of these where there's a group seemingly working for Yahweh, and yet, well, as Yeshua say, I'm sorry, I don't know you. You see, the parable of the prodigal son is happening today. The house of Israel is that son that turns and comes back to the father. So what happens when you know you are Israel? Because that's the first step, like that son that turned around. First, you start realising and knowing within yourself that your homeland is not whatever country you live in, but it is the land of Israel. Usually second then, comes a desire to start knowing the Torah, which is a marriage covenant between Yahweh and Israel, but it's also the constitution of Israel. So if we are Israel, we need to know and understand it. We need to be able to walk in the way that Yahweh desires us to, as Israel. That should lead on to a study of the prophets and the rest of the Tanakh, which the church calls the Old Testament, and the Ketuvim Hanetzerim, which the church calls the New Testament. Usually that also leads into a desire to know the history of your country, the history of Israel. So we've got to build on that once we walk through those areas. To what? To a greater knowledge of who we are? Well, yes, but more than that, a greater relationship and a greater intimacy with Yahweh our Father. We have a greater then understanding of his plans both 
where we are in whatever country we're in, but for his people in the end. Who are his people? Well, in Exodus 31 it says, his people are those who keep his Sabbath. In 1 John 2, verse 4, Yeshua said, I and the Father are one. So that means Yeshua's commands are the same as the Father's commands. So the Torah hasn't been done away with, the law as the church would call it. But we keep those commandments out of love for him. Otherwise we're in legalism. And that's not what he wants either. We also need to know his true name. Yeshua taught his disciples the true name, so if it was good for him, surely it's good for us. These are some of the steps that come when we know we are indeed truly Israel. But there are still things ahead of us. Like what? Well, first is, we've got to have vision. What vision do we have of what Yahweh is doing today? In Exodus, it speaks about Israel as Yahweh's firstborn. In Jeremiah 31, it speaks about Ephraim as Yahweh's firstborn. And we know in Romans 8, says Yeshua is Yahweh's firstborn. How can you have three firstborns? Well, there's a sequence there. Yeshua came, he said, to only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Why? Because his task, his main task, was to begin the restoration of the house of Israel. Because part of the firstborn responsibility is to restore and reunite the family. So Yeshua restores the house of Israel. The house of Israel then takes the responsibility on and restores the nation of Israel. So that the house of Israel and the house of Judah come together. And finally the nation, once it's restored of Israel, unites all peoples under Yeshua's kingship. That's part of Yahweh's plan. That's why we have three firstborns mentioned in scripture. So we've got to have vision. Secondly, we have to be led by the Spirit. In Romans 8, we're told clearly that the sons of Elohim are those who are led by the Spirit. So it can't be our own thinking and our own soulish desires. It has to be from Yahweh through his Spirit that we are guided and we make decisions. And thirdly, we have to start understanding what warfare is all about. We are three-dimensionals. We are spirit, soul, and body contrary to most evolutionary thinking. So we have to understand the spiritual dimension. When opposing spiritual beings operate in the physical realm and you see all sorts of manifestations, then you begin to realise the spiritual dimension is real. Those things also try and influence and guide our soul areas away from Yahweh and his ways. So we need to understand what these things are and come against them. After all, the disciples removed spirits like this from people after Yeshua taught them, as Yeshua himself did, and even healed many. In fact, many physical conditions manifest themselves by a spiritual condition. We need to move in these areas and understand these areas as the house of Israel. And fourthly, the disciples taught and demonstrated the kingdom of Yahweh wherever they went. They showed the power and the authority 
In other words, they showed what Yahweh's kingdom is really all about. If we're going to see unity, the house of Israel is going to have to walk in the same power and the same authority that those first disciples did. Shaul, whom the church calls Paul, said this, that the house of Israel would cause a jealousy to come into the house of Judah. And that's, of course, the very thing that is going to bring unity. If Judah sees the house of Israel walking in the power and the authority of Yahweh's kingdom. So when the house of Israel has that unity, we're going to see that. And when all of Israel lives in that power and authority, the authority of Yahweh's kingdom on this earth, we will see the return of Yeshua. If there's no unity, there's going to be no return of Yeshua until there is. So as leaders of congregations, wherever in the world, of the House of Israel congregations, we should not be trying to promote ourselves. We should not be making our own little kingdoms, often because we want either money or status in the eyes of others, which is in fact what many church congregations and leaders around the world do. The House of Israel has to be different, and its focus should be on teaching and speaking the truth of the word, understanding scripture, because if we know the word, it doesn't mean we necessarily understand it. When we have both, we start gaining our Holy's wisdom. And then we need to move to unity of all the congregations that Yahweh is raising up that are the House of Israel congregations. They need to be all of one heart and one mind. And then we will see the power and the authority of Yahweh returning onto his people. But until this, we're not going to see our king return and establish his kingdom. Yeshua said, these things I have done, and you will do in greater. We as the House of Israel network congregations and others around the world raising up as the House of Israel have a unique opportunity to complete the work that Yeshua began. here.